To the knowledge of its creators, no one was harmed in the recording of this broadcast. Ooh, that's good. I'm hoping this is going to be fun. I really have a lot of energy. Don't ruin this for me. Hello, one and all. Welcome to Ooh, That's Good. It's Michael and Ian back. Do a little talk. Entertainment world. I'm just going to talk in sound bites. Hello, sir. Are you making a declaration? Yeah, but I'm here. Yes! <laughs> How are we all doing? Weeping us. Oh, I was waiting for the audience to respond. The one and alls. Mm-hmm. Waiting for that little feedback. I'm doing quite nicely. And I'm being forced to record under duress. <laughs> you slept most of the day. I know, and that felt wonderful. Mm-hmm, but you didn't bring that wonderful attitude to the podcast. Because you woke me up from a nap to record. <laughs> Your nap was five hours long. But it was still happening. It was a sleep cycle. It wasn't a nap. <laughs> you woke me from my slumber. Mm-hmm. Okay. Poked the bear. Was like, let's be funny. No, I just want to be entertained. <laughs> Are you not entertained? No, I want to go back to sleep. Mm, well, there's only so much that sleep can do for beauty. <laughs> I didn't say it was for beauty. Some was... things you don't have to perfect. Oh. Just trying to get to a launching point, that's all. Oh, yeah, I'm going to launch your ass right out of this fucking house. Just before we start doing that, just a couple of house cleaning things at the top of the show. Uh, just a reminder, we, we want to hear from you guys. You know, you know, a little suggestion, maybe topics for different shows, just a hello if you want to do that. Uh, we do have um, an email set up. It is in the description of the podcast, but it's also coming to you right now. It's ooh, that's good at gmail. No, ooh, that's good podcast at gmail.com. I didn't see you coming in with it. I wasn't sending it to people. How many O's are in it? How many H's? How many O's? How many ah? There's only one O in it. How's it how do you spell O? It's O-O-O-H. That's good podcast at gmail.com. It's in the description. It's in the it's in the it's, 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 it's in the thing. <laughs> it's written. It's in the description. You can always tell when the sponsors don't pay their bills. Just wanted to let you know that it was there, people, and that we really do want to hear from you. I'm That's checking all. that email. Do we have Do we have an intern yet? Mm, we have a rotating intern. Who's today's intern, Bill? Jill? Who? <laughs> what? Oh. I think it's when Michael puts on a wig and calls him somebody. I don't think they're here today. But we'll keep scouring around. We'll take a look. I just want to hear how many people agree with me and think Michael's a lunatic. Oh, wait. The lines are buzzing. All the lines are lit up at this point. Who are we going to take first, Joan? There's no phone number. Do we ever give out a phone number? If you're gonna do the bit, you gotta make it real. Oh yeah. Five five five. Who's that prick? <laughs> Long time listener, first time caller. We love you. What are we talking about today? Today we're gonna talk about Emmys. Oh, this might be my first sober recording. Mm. Well, you don't play like it's sober. I hear you. You got your hands to your forehead. You look like you're sweating. You look beat. <laughs> <laughs> someone who slept the last 24 hours you don't look awake and that you don't look like sober. confession tape <laughs> not my confession tape i didn't mean to beat him officer he just went shut the fuck. were there any clues in what michael was saying just before i think ian beat him to death <laughs> any clicks and whirls that you heard help <laughs> please don't leave me alone with him oh he's gonna kill me <laughs> i would never beat you to death I would replace your insulin. <laughs> I'm not taking insulin. With bleach. So I'm going to center myself. I'm going to bring my best self forward. And we're going to talk about um, the yeah. Emmy Award show that happened on Sunday, the 16th. Well, I'm sorry. That was the 19th. I don't know. <laughs> he, he negates to say that I have worked about 130 hours in the last 11 days. So I'm exhausted from that. Not from anything else. And this is the first day I've had off. <laughs> oh, you're such no, a liar. I'm just, um, I'm, I'm just, I couldn't oh breathe out of God. one nostril. That didn't mean oh, that's, anything. That's what you get about best friends. They just know when to stab you in the back. I know just all to the... try and get some more airtime. <laughs> know where all the soft spots are. Be ready. <laughs> so I decided to donate my one day off, which I'm not really off because I have to go in for a couple hours, but to uh, hang out with Michael and cater to him because he's a guest. <laughs> he's been in my house a thousand times and every time he comes over he's a guest i need to roll out the red carpet 
that's a subject for another podcast. The terminology, the, the definition of guests. Yes, you know where everything is. Help yourself. Not a dirty word. Just because you don't pay the rent, you've been here just as much as I have. I like a clean towel. <laughs> You're the only one that touched it. <laughs> no, Define that's fine. Clean. That's in that Febreze, like oh, well, smell... yeah, miss, miss, wipe, wipe. Dry, no, dry. smells fresh is not the same as is fresh. Being friends with you has taught me that. <laughs> are you friends or are you friendly? <laughs> There's a difference. Is that axe body spray or ass body spray? Because <laughs> you don't wipe yourself enough. Always bring it down below the belt. <laughs> Well, that is where your well, most people's asses are. <laughs> yours are below your kneecaps. That's not where mine is. <laughs> you just want to argue. <laughs> Got to keep it high and tight. <laughs> so, where would you like to start on the Emmys? Just an overall impression? You want to dig into a category? What What's the approach here? I'll start with uh, Cedric the Entertainer, which who is an entertainer in the beginning, and then he disappeared for a long time. And he has some really weird side bits going. I kind of like the one with the TV wives, but it was just a little like, okay, they're invested and he's not. He had to get back on stage. And I did like the bit as well. Yeah. I wish I had. I I, uh, I was familiar with at least two of the three actresses. Um, his like first everybody. wife. You were familiar with the first one? No, 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 no. I'm saying his first wife I'm not familiar with. Oh, yeah. No, he was uh, And I'm also not overly familiar with the shows that he's been on. So man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that show. But I did like the bit. Can never have enough knees. Yeah. No, that was a great show. Uh, he was a preacher. He's always funny, though. I think I thought he did a great intro. His jokes were funny. I like how he played with everybody in the audience. Uh, but then he just kind of disappeared halfway through the show and barely came out again. Um, probably because speeches were going forever. No, we'll get to that in the roundabout way. Um, don't I tell did... me I can get into any conversation I want to. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> oh, I don't think I said anything I either. Drop some information. Like, oh, we'll get into that later. What do you No, do? I didn't say we'll get that into that in a roundabout manner. I didn't say we'll get into it later. You ran Paul me. Oh, my God. Your nap did not take away the evilness. Because it's not cranky people. It's evil. It's a whole <laughs> nother manifestation. It's not evil. Don't tell me when I don't know what evil is. I live with it every day. <laughs> you live in Texas? <laughs> if this is Texas, then I'm here. Can we get back to what I want to talk about? Sure. Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, we'll get to that in a roundabout later manner. Get it sure. Diabetes. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't get it. <laughs> I'm gonna just make a note of it so we can get back to it. Do you hear me writing it down? Did you see me writing it down? <laughs> yep, it's written. Take that number five five five. <laughs> oh, All I right. got it. The Emmys. Yes. The primetime Emmys. Don't be mistaken with the daytime Emmys. Mm. <laughs> it's not really that bad to have a daytime Emmy. It's just a daytime Emmy. Oh, I don't know. I just thought it was a funny joke. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Well, jump in, sir. You have so much to say. You have uh, notes and notes and notes. Oh, no, I do have notes. I was going to continue on the talk of, of Cedric. I thought that that suit, not black and white, but the gray and black, that was sharp. I liked it. You're talking about his outfit? Yeah. Oh. Well, I like to say fashion. This was because you know the Emmys are not like the Oscars. Sometimes it's a little more. Oh, I thought yeah, the fashion was amazing. Yeah, it was like a little more subdued. People came dressed. People came to play. Came well, they had to been be out seen. a long time. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, you don't have just because you've been out of time. If you don't put any effort into it, and we don't see it, then it didn't happen. I don't know. Leslie Odom Jr. never puts any effort into it, and we still see him. <laughs> Whatever he was wearing, it was kind of like a white spacesuit. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Borrowed a doozoo Zazubu's hair from <laughs> from Orange is a New Black. Yeah. That's from that hair, but the hair was fine. I just never recognized him when he has hair, but that's that's okay. I just wish he had a little more. And you know, you know, you can look however you want at the award show. I just wish he had looked like he wanted to be there. That's yeah. all. But that's you do whatever you want to do. I don't know you. You don't know me. You're not listening. You don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wardrobe. You like Cedric's suit. I like his suit. I like there was a lot, a lot of, a lot of men with great outfits on. Seth Rogen, I love that pumpkin, that peach. That was fantastic. Oh yeah, no, he did look all grown up. He looked up. great. Ross Matthews looked excellent. Yeah, I like what they, uh, Dan Levy was wearing. Well, I more like he the got color. For that. I didn't necessarily. I just, I mean, I like the idea of it, 
I just didn't necessarily like the execution, but I thought the color was great. Blue they didn't get another tone because I actually wore that same color in a zoot suit to prom, but it was all that color. The hat, the, the cape, all of it, the zoot suit was that mm -hmm. color. And that's what his outfit was. It was all one color blue, which was very beautiful, but he should have broke the undershirt. should have been like black or white or something. And anyway. But I'm glad there was there was so much color on that. And, and there were a lot of tuxedo traditional tuxedo looks, which was fine. But I was so happy that there was so much color. Anthony Anderson's uh, jacket. Oh, I loved was, his jacket. Yeah. yeah, that was fantastic. That was he and Tracy looked great together. Sounded like there was a lot of fun. So I mean, it kicked off as far as kicking off the night fashion wise. I hadn't. I wasn't home to watch the pre-show uh, and the the uh, red carpet arrivals. Um, this was setting the tone for me. I'm like, yeah, you people came to be seen. You're setting a joyous moment for me. I like it. So that was a nice start. Shall we get into the the opening song? Continue. Because they did a nice job last year with, with Jimmy Kimmel. I thought he did a fantastic job in the circumstances that we were in. And not that we're over COVID at all, but I, I did really enjoy having that community. I'm like, television, I love television. And it's been comforting to have shows that are fun, interesting to watch. So to see the community in person together was cool. I understand, yes, you still have to take precautions. You still have to do the vaccinations. You still have to be aware that, you know, you need to be safe. So it's not like, oh, we're all past it. But being together is important. And that was part of it. That was part of the joy of watching this year's telecast. Uh, so back to that song. I didn't mind it. But I think we need to stop having white women leaning into that black culture. I'm like, Rita was fine, but I'm like, mm, do we really need it? Was it really necessary? And I'm going to say no. But Rita was fine. It wasn't, wasn't her fault. <laughs> she didn't do a bad job. We know we were going to talk about it. You know people were going to talk about it. It's not as if. Who are you arguing with? I'm not arguing with anyone. Like, I'm just, I'm not arguing. getting ready for an I argument. I raise no my voice having. and I'm not arguing. The, uh, of raising of voices doesn't mean an argument. It just means passion. Oh, that's the line I keep missing from Precious <laughs> when she beats her daughter and yells at her. I, it's just passion. You are missing context as well. Never. <laughs> yes. Never. Yes, sir. Okay, continue. Rita Wilson didn't have the right to sing and dance. No, that's not what black I Black people own the music. And we're just here to enjoy it. <sighs> not quite what I said. <laughs> I'm not saying I disagree with you. I just want to make sure that the audience understands. It. You're misinterpreting it. <laughs> you're misinterpreting. No, you're misinterpreting. Was it because it. it was like rap style? I think part of it was. Yeah. 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 And I don't think you can. You can't be Caucasian and sing rap. I mean, there's tons of them. Tons of people who do that. Hmm. It's just that it was her. It's just that it was her. She's the singer. She's she's getting yeah. ready to do another album out. And I have I loved Rita. Rita and Tom loved them. Mm. I just thought it was like, mm, okay. All right. So do you think women should have the same rights as us? Uh let's not do this. Come on, you had no problem with anybody else in the song, but the one woman that's saying you had an issue with. <laughs> She should have stayed home, made dinner. No, you eat. <laughs> I didn't say she the laundry. Should, I didn't say she should stay home and make dinner. Happy. <laughs> I didn't say that either. A little awkward. That's yes, all. but it was awkward. I felt like, and I, you have a totally different take on it, but I just took it as awkward as that somebody's mom drunk at a, a wedding reception singing or something, because <laughs> I think that's just funny. Um, you know, hey, like, she might listen. That might be her music. She may listen to it. I just thought it was awkward. Like, you know, you go to a place and you have your experience with it and you can say, like, oh, that was cool and everything went fine. Or, like, mm, I felt it was a little awkward. Like, we'll, ju we'll jump really quick into uh, what we, I, we, I, we had mentioned off, off mic about the Oscars when it was nominated for a live um, performance show. And so they showed that clip where Glenn Close is, you know, shaking her booty and she had done her whole routine. And so I thought, you know, having that knowledge of, you know, the, the, the rap artist that she was talking about was awesome. But, and I, and I do feel this. I'm like, just let this woman have her Oscar. I'm like, yeah, it's fun that she's having fun with it, but it's still kind of cringy. You know, like, mm. you know, she, she wanted to do it. It's not like they forced her to do it. It's fine. But to look at it happening, it was cringeworthy. And it doesn't hurt her legacy. And I still love her to death. 
but to actually experience and then it's almost a year well it's not quite a year later but to see the clip again i don't want to see that clip i don't want to see her gyrating i don't want to see it i don't have to see it and it doesn't mean you have to agree with me or that i'm making a bigger deal out of it than than it, than it warrants i just don't want to see it and it was there and my thought my thought was it's cringy to me and in my mind of place, then that's fine. You know, somebody wants to call in or <laughs> write and say, hey, what are you talking about? You're talking about your ass. That's fine. But to me, it still felt cringy. And I'd rather not seen it. And I'd rather she had not done it. Okay. That's all. Well, thanks for laying that down. But we're going to lay that to rest and move on. <laughs> you said what you got to say. You asked me to continue and lean uh, into it. What? <laughs> no, 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 no. You see that every time rags me in front of the bus. I get myself in enough trouble with my mouth, Michael. You don't need to help me along. <laughs> the only thing I will say, not the only, because you know, I, I miss the days when someone could pay homage or be inspired by or I don't know what's the word I'm thinking of, but take something somebody else did and make it their own. Um, that used to be something we used to as artists, musicians, I used people used to always like, oh my god, that's such a great cover of my song, or oh, how many times have they done um, True Colors, things like that. But now there's all these parameters and these rules. You can't do this and you can't do that, and it's not paying homage to anybody anymore. It's stealing, or um, you can't come up with your own ideas because you have to take mine. But there's a lot of young people that have a lot of respect for older musicians and actors and want to pay homage to them. They are inspired by them, and they, sh I don't know, I just think there's a fine line between. They should be allowed to. It's heartwarming in a way to me because I'm like, hey, it's great to see them on the human side, but they're also paying respect to, and I think she did that in her speech, paying respect to the music that she actually really enjoys. Um, it wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to do this for a shtick um, and try to get attention based on somebody else's culture. At least that's the way I took that. The Rita Wilson thing, again, I didn't see, so I'm not really going to pay that much attention to. I saw like the end of it, and again, I thought it was just like a mom jumped in front of her friends, having a good time at the bar, and it didn't really make me think, ooh, she shouldn't be doing that. But that's just me. Back on to some more joyous topics. Let's oh, talk yeah. about all the people of color that won Emmys. <laughs> Two. All right. Okay. okay. We'll talk about that. My take on it is I, I didn't come to the show for the award being handed out. I wanted to see what the industry was going to recognize as a whole, what was being nominated. That was the diversity in the nominations was the cool aspect of this. Whole but wait a minute. Season. As a gay man, you need a group of people to tell you what the whole is. Oh my God. <laughs> I wanted to see what was in that circle as far as That's what. Another way of saying whole. God, you're just not going to let me off the hook, are you? Just let me move on, please. I wanted to see what the industry was 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 looking at. What was rising, what was falling, what was at the table, what was not at the table. It's more like, let's look at what's on the menu. There were things that I hadn't necessarily been paying attention to that gave me a more focus. Like, I know I've been talking about Pose, but there's that's the next show, too. I thought you were talking about the catering or something. They're oh, talking yeah. about menu items, and I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? You're talking about the shows that were... Uh, so you're saying the nominations are like five things on a menu that you may not have experienced before, and then presenting that menu gave you an opportunity to see new, new stories. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I totally was listening. I really was. But then it went off into this menu food, and I was like, what? I don't get the correlation. What are we talking More choices, more things. Like, what's, what's out there? Because there's certain shows that I'm not... I, mean, I, do, I do watch a lot of television, but I'm not aware of everything. I'm aware of a lot of things that I watch in an inordinate amount of, of television. Um, so it was nice to see, and I, we, the example I had given about Rosie Perez, every time that she was on that screen and her showing bits from her the show, the, the flight attendant, I wanted to watch her. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see her. I wanted to see more of it. But that was an example of something that I may not have been paying any attention to. But the fact that I saw her and saw her in the role, I'm like, that looks interesting. Gives me an idea like, well, let's check it out. Yeah. So the industry loves it. You know, there's not, and I'm not hearing a whole lot of buzz, like, you know, like social media things or my friends are talking about it. They're not. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's an industry thing for sure. So when I saw clips of her, I'm like, you know, that looks funny. She looks interesting on it. I want to check that out. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, I watched the pilot. 
But I can see, I see what you're saying about the awards. But then again, it's an award show. And it's kind of what I was saying a minute ago about how people can make anything, anything they want for their own sake. And But for me, it's those award shows, or for, I mean, them. Some of these people have, like, Jean Smart has worked her entire career and to finally in her golden years get recognition for her um, artist, artistry was kind of incredible. It was a great moment to see. So that, that's the things I go to look at is to see if the people are going to get rewarded for the work they're doing. But also, it's just cool to see the artists in their natural habitat. Was there any other shows that popped right. out that you were like, oh, I'm going to have to watch that now? Well, this gave me even more strength for Pose. I think that's the next show. Because there's, um, other than, you know, doing research in the, in the last two weeks, because we're going to hopefully do another uh, recording right after this. There's only so many, again, there's only so many hours in the day. And sometimes I just want to be in the mood for certain things. And I'm not in the mood for others. So I'm like, I'm not watching that. Um, but this being the last uh, pose is done with their series Very run. Uh, but every time I see Billy Porter, I'm like, I should be watching more things that he's in. He, I mean, his run that he did with, and I know this is a, he's a, um, a supporting player in Coven. But every time he was on screen, he's mesmerized. The camera, just his attitude and just his presence. I'm like, I need to be watching more stuff that you're in, my friend. Coven. Coven. He well, he's not in Coven. He's in Apocalypse, which basically is, is Coven 2.0. Billy for, Porter is? for American Horror Story. Yeah, he's one of the uh, one of the warlocks. Oh, yeah, know. and he just doing and it was like, yes, I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, no, he has he's had a resurgence too. Just like he's been around as long as yeah. Gene Smart. Well, you know, sometimes you're just slow to get to the takes me a little time to get to certain things sometimes. But I want to know that they're there. That's what I I like watching some of these award shows. To see what else is there, like the reservation dogs. Although I can't access because I don't have that platform, I'm really getting very interested in it. I'm like, oh, I should, you know, you should try to find somewhere. Really good. So you know, somewhere down the line, like you know, you you guys have it here. So I'm like, the time where, where I'm up either later or maybe early in the morning, or if you've gone off to do something else, I could watch a couple of episodes just to kind of fill it out. But I, I do like seeing more stories from other viewpoints and i think that sometimes the emmys can showcase that without having the focus always be on the handing out of the award or who wins the award like there's more of the stories here just because you didn't win or just because that show didn't win the award or your favorite didn't pick up the the actual statue doesn't mean it's not any good or it's not worth continuing to watch it like oh well, they didn't win. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people don't feel that way, but some I get that. Sometimes I feel like that's an underlining feeling. I'm like, oh, well, you won again. I'm like, all right, well, so they won again, but don't stop watching your show. Don't stop supporting it. Keep the conversation going. Let's get more. That's all. Well, so what was the question you asked me? I don't remember anymore. <laughs> I don't remember either. I didn't realize you were running for president of the academy. You know what? I so hear and support you. Picture. You are totally campaigning right now. I'm here for everybody. Uh, I will not tell a lie. I'm here for quality television. Well, of course, everybody is. But no, I had a blast watching. I thought it was some of the most fun, energetic. I loved seeing some of the presenters come back that I haven't seen in a while. Um, I wasn't in the emotional turmoil that Michael was. I'm not Um, emotionally traumatized. I I wasn't like going into my inner self and bringing up memories from my childhood TV watching. Television means a lot to me. It really does. Brought to you by therapy.com. It's good for you. Don't trash therapy. It's not. I'm not. I'm just saying. I um. (laughs) Don't Ted Lasso me on (laughs) therapy. No, I'm not Ted Lasso. No, therapy's great. I just didn't realize that we were going to do it on the air. Um. (laughs) Everything is a session. I got a lot of issues. (laughs) Yeah, I had. I a lot of people that I was cheering on won, and I had some fist pump moments because I was obsessed with Mayor of Easttown, obsessed with that story and the actors in it. And uh, it just really captured me. So I was really excited about all the love it got. Um, some things like Lovecraft Co- County, country, country, country. Um, they look fascinating. They absolutely do. And I thought they were going to dominate some more. I haven't seen it yet, though. But there was some that I was just like, oh, why isn't that getting more? But but I can't complain in the end because most of the shows that I was watching, <laughs> Ted Lasso, all my favorite people in there won. Um, yeah. So I. I was feeling pretty good. And then I was surprised by the Queen's Gambit at the end, which is a great series. Um, but it didn't look like the Academy was giving them much recognition other than nomination. So I was surprised they won at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think it's not deserved. I'm just saying the guy that directs the pompous ass. 
he's the one that went on stage and uh, refused to leave the stage and just kept talking in a very bitter tone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have to leave the stage just for a brief moment, but we're going to come back and I'm going to continue. Do we have to? And I'm going to continue screaming. Oh my God, I want to take a nap. Could you not step on the bit? Okay, so we're coming back and bridal, <laughs> bridal bit, 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 bridal. <laughs> so we're back. Um, Michael is refusing to speak to me. He's just going to giggle the rest of the recording. He makes it's, me mad. <laughs> it's funny when we start talking about these. We've been talking for years about movies and television, and we've had some really long phone calls back and forth. And usually, most of the time, we laugh. But for some reason, lately, Michael likes to test everything on me first the night before we record. And I always say, let's wait and record, Michael. You're not going to get a different response from me. Let's wait and record. Because I thought your stories were amusing last night. But when you have to sit here and hear them twice, <laughs> you don't have the response, the excitement that I had last night. I was like, oh, that's some good points, Michael. You get them, girl. You, <laughs> that was you, not a response. You Debbie Allen them. That was your not, turn. That was not killer speech, Debbie. Killer, killer speech. speech. But, but that was not the response that I got yesterday. It was not like, yeah, you go, girl. Like, yes, yes, yeah, yes, then yes, why'd yes. you tell the same story? If you didn't get the response the first time, do you think you were gonna get it the second time? <laughs> I was trying to build you up. Evil, I told you, evil lives here. It's in the wall. It's he in can the water. tell me a story for thirty minutes and tell me the same story on this recording the next day. Every word is the same, and it still takes thirty minutes. And I'm just like, and I don't know why I expect anything different. I'm insane because that's what the definition of insanity is: is doing the same thing over and over again and, and getting the same response, but expecting something different. I expect something different, but <laughs> it I'm wasn't stupid. Interesting the first but time, but I'm still. Oh, it's hurtful. So hurtful. <laughs> the words hurt. Oh, we really should have a producer because they just need we just need to have them just dropping their little notes like, no, you can't say that guy. No, don't do that. You're hurting each other. <laughs> Show me how the make believe ball where Michael touched you in my heart. In my heart. In the inside out I bruised. He pushes every button every time, and I think, oh, it's not gonna happen this time. And I leave the studio in tears. <laughs> All right, so we wanted to talk just a, a little bit about the uh, the gentleman who won the directing award for Queen's Gambit. Um, oh yeah, Constipation Sam. <laughs> Whatever his name was. No, I oh. believe that's Scott Frank. You that, actually learned his was. name. Oh. Well, yeah, I sure did. And I'm enjoying the backlash on the man. <laughs> he rubbed everybody the wrong way. It was just so out of place. What is this? Yeah, it was so because that's the last thing real people want to see Hollywood people do is stand on a soapbox to an extent. Like. I'm all for them having causes, but this guy was just like, no, I earned my spot on this stage and I will stay here for as long as I want and talk about things that no one knows about. Yeah, there was a little just too much creepy. dismissiveness, a little too much like entitlement. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with you thanking the people and you it's not that you don't deserve the award and to be there, uh, but it's just that there are different ways of taking that countdown and, and using it and making it funny or making it relevant exactly uh, and and that just wasn't it so for for example debbie allen was on receiving basically her lifetime achievement award the, Governor the governor's award, yeah. award um and so she's like yeah i'm not going to be paying attention to that that clock but it was it was fun it was the right this is the lifetime right award and yes. the right, yeah cute and she had a great speech to follow it yes. wasn't just a yeah a, a listing yeah so, i mean so that that was perfect and then Colbert ran ran long with his speech, but he just completely ignored the music. didn't didn't make any I think comment he was on up it. in the moment. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I I I wish the speech had maybe run a little shorter on that, but but I think that that was one way of doing it and not being an, an ass in, an in, ass in the room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I think he was purely overcome by all the people in the group that were on stage with him that he was wanting to thank <laughs> for the work Conan. they had done during COVID. Like, yeah. And it was important for him to thank all of the people that were present and actually we knew what he was talking about because they're right there. Yeah. Where the other guy was just going on and on and on about his career and who he is and why he's so great. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it just wasn't yeah. it just wasn't Read the well room, received. And, exactly. And I, and I did just want to mention Bill Lawrence. I think of Bill's show off the top of my head. Bill Lawrence. Oh, Bill, it's uh, Ted Lasso. 
Um, so when oh, he's yeah, one yeah. of the producers of the show, so he was speaking when oh, the yeah. show when the show yeah. won, and that was a way of like when the the prompter came up and said he only had so much time of leaning into it, thanking the people who were most important to him, having fun with it, yeah. wrapping it up, yeah. and making a point, and still having some fun, yeah. and not being a blowhard. I'm just that that was perfect, perfect balance. Yeah, and then sometimes I think it was. Um... Olivia Coleman when she won the Oscar and just could not think of things to say, but it was more adorable and cute than it was her trying to stretch the time. Right. There's things like where they're just overcome with emotion or gratitude. And there's just, I don't know, there's different ways and meanings for it. But that was the stop in the show for me. Like it was like a stop, change the mood, change the temperament. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I hate whoever has to follow this guy out there. And I thought maybe I was reading too much into him. Like, oh, maybe I, oh, I no. didn't I didn't get it. And I'm like, oh, there was nothing going on here it wasn't something like oh that kind of stood out that didn't stand out in a, a good way yeah um, but watching it back and then hearing the you know the next day little criticisms that have been coming up i'm like yeah okay that's that's fine i'm sorry i've been you jumping on it. the bandwagon but yeah i've been leaning into them sorry what but, are some of the highlights anyway. of joyce other than um the yes debbie allen was a, a huge joy for me because she, it's weird because she said something that i the way she said it was so beautiful and she was just like it took a lot of people and a lot of work to be Debbie Allen. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, I'm Debbie. Like, they use their name as like, do you know who I am? But she used it more of this creation that a lot of people have poured into. Um, so then they can stand on her shoulders and she can create a platform for them. That's what Debbie Allen is. It's not the person, the mm-hmm. individual. It was more the movement or um, just the opportunities she had created for other people and herself. And just, oh, I just loved her. Yeah, it was I loved, fantastic. I loved, loved her speech. And I just, I like who she is as a person. And she's a lot of energy. Yeah. yeah, she's been out there for years, and she's given back to her community, to her industry. It was fantastic. It was a, it was a shining moment, and it was, and it came off very genuine, very loving. Yeah, yeah. And so that was that was a joy. And, that, and her ending statement, "Your turn," was just brilliant. I was Perfect. delivered perfectly. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, that was that was a delight. Yeah, yeah. And they had people highlight. on stage with her that really love and adore her, cheering her on, and yeah. it was just yeah, it was very nice to see all that. Because there are people out there that use their status and their celebrity to do a lot of good. She has done that with her school and so many things. So I, big fan, always have been a big fan of Miss Debbie Allen since the fame days. Mm-hmm. Now she's a creative producer for Grey's Anatomy the last several seasons, and she's really made it that much better of a show. So that was definitely the highlight. I totally enjoyed the joy that uh, Hannah Waddingham was having when she won for Ted Lasso as uh, oh, Rebecca. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that was a, so that was a nice fun. way to start off the show with all that energy and yeah, she's amazing. I love that show, of course, but I also think she's just an incredible person. And I love what she said about West End. You know, give us a chance, we won't let you down. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was fantastic. Like you yeah. said, it was a great way to start the show off. A lot of positive energy and like, and I love the shows. But when you get a category where pretty much everyone, and I'm sure it was everyone that was in the category, anyone could have taken it home, and I would have been completely satisfied. There's a lot of categories like that. Yeah. That, yeah, there were so many great nominations that I was like, ooh, this is anybody's grab bag. One thing about her, though, I will say, the what's her name, Hannah? Yeah. Every, from, I saw at least 10 more times throughout the telecast because they were in the front table. When somebody else won, she was on her feet congratulating mm-hmm. them. Even people that mm-hmm. weren't in her show. And maybe she's worked with them before, maybe she hasn't, but that table and that vibe of people, um, the Ted Lasso friends and stuff, they were congratulating and just like, jumping up for anybody and everybody. And I just felt like that was a lot of the energy in the room at a lot of the tables um, was very congratulatory towards everybody winning. Cause there's times when you go to the table and everybody's on their cell phone mm-hmm. or there's a part where Ann Dowd, you know, made an exasperated face at somebody, which I loved, but um, <laughs> it's nice that it felt like the energy in the room was very come together community based. Yeah. yeah based I on can... some of those Englishmen and English women that came on over to show us how to do it. <laughs> yeah, it was a very good night for the for the crown. Yes, oh my god, yeah. And a very, I think a very deserved. We had mentioned that that, that season oh, um, yeah. was really top notch. Yeah, it was no doubt in my mind it was going to win a bunch of things because it is an incredible. It just a lot of people are upset because it's not an American show, but it's enjoyed by millions of Americans. I'm one of them. Yeah. I love it. I thought it was incredible. I thought their performances. Jillian Anderson. I mentioned that long, long time ago, and I've said it a million times since. I knew she was winning this. She was unstoppable. Yeah, um, but there was it was like neck and neck. There were so many great performances. Oh yeah, a lot yeah. of them. Yeah, that that was another highlight as well, and I was very happy. I mean, that was I was a little surprised. I didn't think that they were necessarily sweep all of their acting categories. Uh, I mean, there was also directing. Um, mm-hmm. The show itself won uh, all four acting nominations that the, or categories that they were in. 
Um, they won. I'm I'm missing one. Um, I know directing, but I can't. Might, I think it was writing. It might have been writing, writing for an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was directing for an episode with the lady that her mom was the director. Writing was yes, the creator of the show. Yeah. He won the first one out of the group for writing. That whole storyline is fueled by the allure around Princess Diana. It's still strong all these years later. So for them to do a representation of that actual his- time in history, people really responded to it and got caught up in it. And then all the stuff with the royal family now keeps them in the front and center in the news. So <laughs> not that that helped push the show, but it was definitely people could watch the show and remember things they'd actually seen in the news and with Diana and be like, oh, that's yeah. spot on. Like, oh my gosh, I remember this. And I think that was that common denominator that linked people to the crown this season was we can we actually know, know that yeah yeah you we, lived saw, we saw this yeah yeah um peter morgan's the peter creator morgan, yeah. and then uh jessica hobbs was the uh director yeah i thought she was beautiful um i thought her speech was great uh, there's so many good speeches there was only actually one time the entire thing besides you being disappointed through most of it i was only disappointed once like my heart dropped once i wasn't disappointed through the show but please continue your point billy porter not winning for pose Okay. Um, I was built up for that, and I just, I just think he's so deserving of that role, that character, and the journey that it went on. And in the first season, he's a, he's a little part of the show. He's not the big, and then he just builds and builds and builds. And I don't think anybody could have played the role the way he. I just, it was made for him, and he delivered mm-hmm. everything he was like. And I think Josh O'Connor for The Crown did a great job, but I didn't see it as a performance worthy of an award. He's won every award he's been nominated for because. I think Olivia Coleman plays the queen very stoic and very reserved, and that's who we see her as. Prince Charles, we see, is even more reserved than her. He never speaks in public and all these things. And I just think Josh Charles, did a, Connor, whatever, did a great job. But up against Billy Porter, come on. Like, I don't know. That's the only time I was like, I'm going home. Where's my fur? Bring the car around. Where's my fur? <laughs> I'm going to Billy's house. If I could just spin, spin on yes, that please. with you. Because like I said, I, I definitely want to see pose i've been talking about so now i'm giving it a lot of lip service i've really got to start watching the actual show and every time billy was showing showing the clips i'm like yeah i need to watch this i need to to catch up on this uh, this amazing series that people are talking about and it did like josh o'connor's performance and just saying um but a lot of what we see of charles is the public version and a lot of what we see with josh's performance i think it's behind the scenes no, you're very true. It's very right. So, and very things right. that's all very speculative. Like, you know, it's not it's not a documentary. It's not a historical documentary series. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, they're historical figures. They're they're real people. Uh, but that's speculative fiction that we're looking at. So you have to be like, yeah, true. I have to be careful that that this is not etched in stone. This is not necessarily accurate. Here's something I want to tag in on. I think he suffers from the same thing a lot of cele- like performances suffer when the the community or the audience assimilates their real life persona with their character. And he is a very flamboyant, outgoing gay man. And we all know that. That's been that's who he is. But he can also play different variations and versions of that. And I think that's what he for me that's what he doesn't post, because I've seen him for a million years and I know who he is. And I followed his career. So I saw an incredible growth in his performance of post. But some people sitting back just being experienced to him for one of the first times like that's how he is that's how he is in the real life. He's not really acting. And like Bette Midler suffered from that when she did the rose. Mm-hmm. And they, she didn't get the Oscar for it, even though everybody thought she was going to, but then a lot of people in the Academy, uh, older white people, were like, oh, that's who she is in real life. She's a rock star. Like, she's just playing herself, but she's not really that rock star. She was incredible as the Rose. But sometimes we miss out because we assign that assumption that they're just playing themselves. And I feel like with Pose, because it is a gay theme and he plays a loud, you know, gay man, it's, that's just who he is. He's just being himself. But he really wasn't. Like, he was that character 100%. That's just my little. No, oh, that's a, that's a very interesting take on it. And again, fueling my fire. Let me check out Pose. Yeah, you should. Let me see if it's more of his. Uh, yeah. Why don't you go do that and I'll take a nap? No, you're not taking. You're not taking any more naps on my watch. No, we've got a little more to go here. I really haven't. You know, I, I don't want to truncate everything, but I haven't surface. really scratched this surface. This is a there's a little amount more to go. Through. Oh, I know what we should do. I think this is the segment where we should ask for donations to buy Evan Peters a tanning bed. Because he looks sickly, sickly, sickly. sickly. I, I mean, he's great. And like his performance was amazing in um, Mary Beast Town. But he bothers me looking at malnourished, just ghostly, effervescent, like a night professor. What's that word? Transparent. You can see through him. He's chalky white. Translucent. I think he actually translucent. That's it. He disappeared too after he won. I don't think he was there the rest of the night. 
Bring in the spray gun. He was just pale for that. Oh, no, he's always pale. He wasn't pale in Mayor of Easttown. No, he looked like Billy Porter's teeth. <laughs> Billy had a little awkward smile. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> Those bleached pearls. Well, let me move on since I'm repeating myself too often for my co-host. Co-host? What do you want, host? <laughs> do you want me to say that I'm the sidekick, that I'm the brown bag, that I'm the bring-along? The brown bag? I've never heard that before. <laughs> Why, because you poop a lot? No, because the brown bag is, it's its the extra. It's like, you know, oh, it's always there. It's not, you know, it's nothing special. What it's brown bag? It's, it's the, the lunch bag. I can't remember. It's All a, like it's, little sandwich bags? Yeah, like you, you know, like you take, yeah, like the the brown bag. It, it's it's a it's a television or movie oh, reference, okay. but I can't remember what it's from. I only it, had a Ziploc bag. We was that poor. Oh, we didn't even get the brown bag. Nothing to put it in. Just no, I just put the chips and the half a cheese sandwich in the same bag. No, oh, that hurts me. I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> and then just, we had just one a... Debbie cake to share between all six of us. Here, oh, you take a bite. God. I run to the other cafeteria and let my little brother take a bite. I'm I ain't doing I that. And doing that bite bite shit. <laughs> Here's you the have last it. piece of the nutty buddy. It's yours. Whoever knew I'd grow up to be a nutty buddy. <laughs> or a loud gay black man. <laughs> oh I didn't mean black. <laughs> you, you called me a loud gay black man. <laughs> Do you even know where you're at? Black. You said I was gay. Black though. Well, definitely. And that's okay. I have a problem with that. <laughs> I would hope not. Just don't start doing any rapping. <laughs> That's all. And we'll be fine. All right. Yo, so, yo, 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 yo. Still in the idea. Down to it. About the Emmys. Keeping it short, although this is not really part of the Emmy telecast. Oh, These are the commercials. Oh, <laughs> no, there were some things I'm like, oh, I want to watch that. I guess there's a show coming on CBS. Uh, it'll be on Paramount Plus as well. Ghost. Um, this woman, I guess her and her, either oh, her I husband think or fiance. To Evan Peters. <laughs> oh, no, that's so how I, well, that's what brought it back to mind. But they're in the house, and I guess she hits her head, and now she can see ghosts. It looks oh, funny. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm like, was there anything, you know, that popped out uh, advertising wise or things that might be coming up? And I mean, there were a couple of no, other I ones. I ran the bathroom every time the commercials came Oh, out. okay. Well, I've I mean, watched live TV in so long. I was like, oh, but there's commercials. Well, I had to do laundry, and because I didn't leave really the set, the laundry was done late, and I was up super late because um, I was watching some after show stuff too. Every time. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Had to walk the dogs between commercials. No, you use your time rather wisely, from what I'm hearing, and that's excellent. I just didn't do that. And which is why I have these little segments on what was coming up commercial-wise. And let me tell you, how exciting am I to be when they? How exciting am I? How <laughs> Freudian, Freudian. How excited am I am when they show that some of these uh, theatrical releases are going to be showing up on a streaming device that I have. Oh, so you're okay platform. with that? No, that's, I think that's... So many people are upset about it. I uh, think it's great that it's on HBO Max. My fat ass don't need to get off the couch, but don't need to get off the couch. <laughs> My visceral reaction is, ooh, I'm super excited. Like the Sopranos prequel that oh, they're that doing. Yeah, the newer... And it's going to be on HBO Max. And I was like, oh, yes, I don't have to get up and go to the theater to do it. And I know that's kind of bad to say because I can still make the effort. Like Dune, when that's coming up, everything that I'm prepared for Dune is going to be in the theater. I'm even thinking I might do the IMAX version of it. But I will definitely, definitely be in the theater for it. And I can just go home and watch it again. Yeah. Why don't you get COVID from everybody else sitting in the theater? No, I, I went to see Old and I'm still alive. You went and saw Old? I told you I went to see Old. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I even asked you, like, you. well, you, you're that's a bit, people, because I even asked him, like, for permission to go, quote unquote. Actually, no, I'm not mad. I saw respect without you. Uh, oh, well, I'm going to have that conversation off mic because <laughs> I knew you were waiting to watch it without me. I knew it. I was not waiting to watch it without you. I just wanted to enjoy it. <laughs> exactly. So that's, what it that's exactly what I meant. I just phrased it we differently. Watched, we watched something in the Heights. I was so excited to watch In the Heights. And he ruined it. I didn't ruin it. Oh, yes, you did. And then he ruined it by, oh, that's a pile of shit. Blah, blah, blah. And then, no, I said and then certain parts later, of it were. Then a week later, after he's already ruined my experience, he starts messaging me. Oh, I'm going to give it a second try. Oh, I gave it a third try. Oh, I gave it a fourth try. I'm in love with it. And I like, own it. I now own it. Yeah, but he hated it at my house and ruined the experience. I didn't hate it. I hated so it I certain like, aspects of it. I've been waiting for respect for over a year. Oh, I'm going to watch it by myself. I knew he wasn't going to watch it with me. I knew it. And I knew exactly why. And I'm not wrong. I know it. Because <laughs> you don't know how. 
to let me have pretty things, how to have nice things. You gotta ruin it. I wouldn't say ruins the right word, but I'll lean into some of that. But then again, the entire time I was watching the movie, I was talking out loud to myself because you weren't here, and I was like, oh, they're messing this up. Well, we're going to do a it's all over the place, kids. separate podcast on Aretha. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty much going to be like, mm-hmm, uh-huh, because I didn't get a chance to see it. And I refuse to pay for movies at home. Oh, I own it. You can watch it. <laughs> oh, he owns it. Oh, maybe when you do your... Well, yeah, because I thought it was going to be the pinnacle. I was going to watch it a million times. I will fast forward through everything that's not uh, Jennifer Hudson and watch it. I, I don't want to get into it right now. Yeah, but exactly. It's a mess. But Jennifer Hudson is magnetic. Like, incredible, and I could see why Aretha wanted her to play the role. But Amateur director, amateur screenwriter. Bye. Let's not talk it all out. Bye. Oh, I got plenty to say. So, <laughs> another movie that's coming to a, a streaming like platform <laughs> is Queen Pins with uh, was it Kristen Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. That didn't yeah. look that great. It, but but the fact that it's going to be it uh, like the same show that just got canceled with Retta and Christina Hendricks. And oh yeah, what was it? Uh, Good Girls. Good Girl. Look just like that, but with like skinnier, whiter people. <laughs> one of those right the other person's not uh but it's coming to paramount plus and i was like, so excited I'm like yes i i did kind of want to see it but the yeah. fact that it's streaming at home i will definitely watch it like yeah the, the future folks the wave of the future it yeah it is i mean i, I mean i don't have a lot of industry insight i mean i wish hopefully the model is that both can kind of survive but you know i don't always want to be out there and, and you yeah. know money can be tight certain times of the year before COVID, there was 10 12 times in a row that i was frustrated in the movie theater because people talking cell phones mm. this and it does bring you out of it and i'm like i'm paying all this money i hate to be that old curmudgeon guy but i'm like i don't make any noise i'm not my business right you need to do but it's gotten so bad that it actually when COVID hit and stuff and things started for me, i was i'm a-okay having friends over to watch it at my house i got a nice big tv no i and don't, I don't have to worry with about you. nobody on that cell phone. No, I agree. I was watching old, and while it was not a packed uh, theater, and I was off to the side because I, I don't like being in the middle when I know it's going to be more crowded. I'm like, y'all can have your experience, and I'm going to enjoy myself off to the side. Uh, so, But there's all this giggling and talking and people being on their cell phones. And I'm just like, you know you were coming to a theater. Why are you talking to your friend and giggling? Like, go way outside in the hall to do yeah, that. It's disrespectful. It's, not, it's uh, completely unnecessary. Like, you know you were in a theater. This is not you're not at home. You're not at a private event. Yeah. Knock it off. Yeah, it ruins the movie for me because I'm not one of those guys who will sit there and mumble to myself, I should go up there and just tell them to stop, but I'm always afraid of starting something. You know, that entitled middle-aged white guy syndrome. Oh, no, that's entitled, man. I, I think it's it's when you're in a public place and you know the movies, you want to be quiet. This is not... Because you had mentioned being in India and the, you know, and there was a lot going on, but it's, it's a different culture. That's a different if experience. that's what's yeah, exactly. what's going on, then that's what's going on. I don't expect to go to the Boston Common Theater and have you talking to your friend for the entire run of the movie. Yeah. Shut it. We, that happened with Insidious, um, one of these, these Insidious movies, uh, where the person behind us and she didn't understand. Turns out the English was not her first language. Yeah, I get you want to come out and, have, and celebrate the day with your friend, but. This is not this is not the place to do it where you have to translate the movie for them. Exactly. And like, uh, could you stop talking, please? I was in um something. Oh my god, what was the last movie I saw? It's been a little while, but and I, this I kind of felt bad that I was pissed off at this family because the de- the grandpa or something was with him and he was so old that they, he kept asking what they were saying, <laughs> and the the what appeared to be his daughter was probably in her forties or fifties kept saying all of the lines to the dad sitting next to him. During the entire movie, she literally spoke every line of the movie to her. I was like, why is he here? Like, you guys, and she was not like whispering it to him. She was literally repeating everything he said. And I was like, I shouldn't say that. But it just was like, I would rather go get my money back and come back at another time. Um, They should have a senior showing maybe or something where they put the subtitles up on the screen. I don't know. But I think there should also be a cell phone damp. The minute you walk in the theater, all cell phones are dead. They can't operate. No. I don't have a cell phone, so. And I think everybody <laughs> that talks should have to wear a bag over their head with a zipper. And I am the only one that has the key. They can't eat popcorn because you lost the privilege because you yapped during Ghostbusters. It sounds like that's going to be disruptive. Like, oh, another person's getting bagged. <laughs> oh, we're, we're almost there anyways. We'll be bagging people soon enough. Why don't we do it in the movie theater? Let's start there. Uh, that's kind of We're going to take away though. their rights. Let's do it in the theater first so I can enjoy <laughs> She almost made it all the way through, but she started chatting towards the end. They zipped her right up. You missed like end. drops from the ceiling, picks her up in a cocoon, and she's like dangling above the audience until she can shut up. 
tased seats. Let's tase the seats. <laughs> She'll never find out what the yeah. ending was. Oh, too you bad, You can trust girl. me. I'll only tase the right person. I'm, um, as far as comedic uh, potential, at? I think that that's great. I mean, there's a, oh, I mean, did, did, did <laughs> want to talk about a little bit about Gene Smart. Could you just let me get it out? <laughs> yes. That's another thing you said in your last But date. you said you have to be elsewhere. And... Uh, yeah, we have like a couple minutes. I am uh, producing, producing. I'm introducing an author at an event tonight, so I got to go. Just um, fart on air. I heard you fart. Did no, you fart? Oh, same difference. And I gotta take the dog castle too. All right, so uh, oh, we'll 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 wrap it up in this in this way where I I did really enjoy the show. I hope I didn't come off. That's great. Thinking, thanks. Bye. <laughs> I hope I didn't come off thinking uh, or giving the impression like oh he was all commission and didn't like it and I was bitching at us. No, I thoroughly had a great time watching the show, and it's been a while since an award show has been. I've been this happy watching. So I really I enjoyed the that. Emmys. Yeah, it was fun. And, and and it turned me on to stuff that I didn't wasn't necessarily going to pay any attention to, and I think that's one of the the reasons to have these award shows, um, not to to expose, to 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 show, to to be seen, uh, to help that help those storytellers get their their work out there, uh, and not just pick up a statue and say like, yeah, we're at the top, whoa, thanks, bye. Um, I like that. That sounds better than the way you were explaining it to me before because you just sounded bitter. I'm like, oh, did he not win something? He not win like most guest best suggestion at school or something? Because he's like, oh, it's not about the awards. It's about the conglomeration of the capitalist mindset. Not that either. <laughs> but no, that makes more sense, and I, I like to hear that from you. We can pick up when I get back because you just now got interesting. <laughs> he is so rude, and it happens every time. And I'm the dummy for thinking it's gonna be otherwise. Please help me, people. Send in suggestions. Send in money. Send in help. Anything will do. Till next time, this is the end. This is the end. And this is Sober Ian. Never again will you hear this voice. That's a lie. You've been listening to Ooh, That's Good, our podcast about our love of movies, TV, and pop culture. Catch Ooh That's Good on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Be sure to subscribe and be on the lookout for future episodes. Join the conversation and get in on the fun by emailing us at oohthatsgoodpodcast at gmail.com. Till next time, go watch something good.